It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Ham Radio 2.0 audio podcast rip. Thank you for downloading and listening to this podcast. So basically what I do is I take all the audio clips out of my videos and upload them to Spreaker. And then from there, they're spread out to iTunes and SoundCloud and now Amazon Audible as well. But I want to welcome you and thank you for joining the audio section of this series on Ham Radio. I hope you enjoy it. And I would appreciate you leaving us a comment or a review on whatever podcast service you're listening from. Thank you in 73. Hope you enjoy it. I love talking about the supporters, the sponsors, and those companies and groups that help this channel. And today I'm going to talk about Gigaparts. Gigaparts is going to be an ambassador for amateur radio because they are attending the Overland Expo East in Virginia from October 8th to 10th. This is a show that takes place every year in Arlington, Virginia on Oak Ridge Estates. It is just a time for overlanders to get together and talk about new gear, new things in the hobby and whatnot. And when Gigaparts had the idea to reach out to these guys, they had zero vendors for communications. No one. No one to talk about ham radio, no one to talk about CB radio, FRS, GMRS, nothing. No one to talk about any type of radio communication at all. So Gigaparts is like, we want to do that. We want to talk about communications. We're going to talk about FRS and GMRS. Sure, we're going to have some CB radios there, yes, but we're going to talk about ham radio too. So hats off to Gigaparts. They invited me to attend. I will be attending with them. So if you are near Arlington, Virginia, around October 8th to 10th, come by the Overland Expo East and meet up with us. You're going to have, you're going to see a big Gigaparts sign near where their uh, facility is. It's, it's all outdoors. It's all, everyone camps in the parking lot. It's a very big overlanding event and everyone uses their overlanding gear at this expo. I think it's a really cool idea. I've never been to one of these before. Not really sure what to expect. I'll link a video below to some friends of mine who did a video just last month for Overlanding West, which takes place in Colorado, which I might hit up next year, depending on how this one goes. But if you're around Arlington, Virginia, come see us October 8th to 10th and send Gigaparts a note and tell them thank you for being an ambassador to amateur radio to those people who are not hams yet, but should be. 73. All right, and there it is. Ha <laughs> ha. Thank you for joining us tonight, guys. Ham Radio 2.0 Sunday night live stream. Looking forward to an awesome show tonight. We got Vance back on tonight from the Parks on the Air team to talk, with, talk to us about the upcoming Support Your Parks on the Air weekend event. So like I said in that little short clip there, uh, I will be flying to Huntsville on Wednesday of this week. And we're going to get in the car. That's Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. I'm flying to Huntsville on Wednesday. We're going to get in the car early Thursday morning and drive from Huntsville to Arlington, Virginia. 
I wonder if we I wonder if we can go activate the cemetery out there because that would be freaking cool. Um, so I'm going to have to talk to the guys about that. I already told them I wanted to do some POTA while we're there. But we're going to drive out there for this Overland Expo East event. I think it's really, really cool of Gigaparts to be ambassadors, not for not just for amateur radio, but for two-way radio communications. Because like I said, when they approached the Overland Expo East, uh, the guys who put on that show, they're like, well, how many guys do you have there with uh, two-way radio communications? And they're like, nobody. So it's going to be a great time to tell people about amateur radio. It's going to be a great time to tell people about, uh, you know, GMRS. I, I'm a big supporter of GMRS radio. I have my GMRS license. I've had it for 11 or 12 years. And uh, CB radio has its place. FRS and uh, MERS, they have their places that hopefully they're stepping stones into something greater than just a little blister pack you buy at Walmart. But uh, but I'm looking forward to this trip. So anybody out in the area, Arlington, Virginia, next weekend, go look up Overland Expo East. Check out that where that is, and um, should be a really good show. My premiere for tomorrow night is going to be an interview I did with a YouTube channel called Renegade Expedition, who are overlanders with a YouTube channel here in North Texas. They live just about 30 minutes uh, east of me, and so that's going to be a really cool video. I hope, that, I hope you guys like that video. I had fun making that video. I had fun... Uh, talking to those guys so hopefully take a trip later on with them they did a really cool trip to big ben last year and that was f a fun video to watch so more to come on that frank can share the playlist link to monday night ham radio that will happen uh tomorrow so we're just going to hump ri hop right into this because i don't have much in the way of announcements other than what i just said so i'm going to unmute here and they can't hear me yet, but I can hear them. And then I'm going to mute there. And then I'm going to switch right here. So, Frank and Vance, how are you guys tonight? Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Good. Vance, Frank was letting you talk first because he's he can be kind of a steamroller in case you haven't noticed. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll take my headphones off. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know the deal. <laughs> hey, yo, I'm Tank Radio. How is it going, y'all? We just got back from Belton Hamfest, and right. that was amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Belton was a fun show. Uh, the stupid weathermen don't know what the heck they're doing, which should surprise no one. And, um, you know, they, they predicted thunderstorms all day Friday and Saturday. It rained on us overnight Thursday. I wouldn't call it a thunderstorm. I don't remember hearing thunder or seeing lightning, but um, it rained on us. Uh, we got up the next morning. It was cloudy, looked mm -hmm. like thunderstorm clouds. It was misting on us. By, but by about 10 or 11 that morning, it stopped. And by noon, it was much brighter. So you could tell the clouds were getting thinner. And by like 2 o'clock, uh, it was like what I would call 50 to 60% and partly cloudy. The sky was showing. And by later that evening, there was it was almost clear skies. So it was. And uh, who knew? We we got a lakeside yeah. Um, view yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, the part of the parking lot we parked in had a bunch of standing water in front of it. So, uh, but uh, yeah, so you guys, um, you guys, yeah, it was good seeing uh, a bunch of you guys at the expo, uh, the Ham Expo last weekend. I think I saw a couple people say something about um, being at the Overland Expo next weekend. So you guys. Um, you guys let us know if you're going out there. Vern Six in the house. Thanks for joining us tonight, Vern. Good to have you in the chat. Uh, Scott, Ham Radio for Non-Techies. I see you out there. I met him face-to-face -face for the first time at Belton last weekend. That was fun. He made me a really cool pin. Do you have that pin? 
Frank. Oh, downstairs. Oh yeah, mine's inside too. I used the heck out of that pen today, by the way, Scott. Yeah. So, but um, all right, Frank, I got a task for you tonight. Task for me. Yeah. Other than to drink the awesome bourbon Scott got got me. Yeah, you're gonna. Be, I, I'll let you talk about that in a second. So go ahead. I got a task what is for my you task? tonight. Okay, so let me let me change my camera here real quick. Uh, like yeah, let me just do this real quick. So these are two two books I've got. This is the Ham Radio Prep Technician Class Manual. This is the W5YI Gordon West General Class Manual. My wife used this manual. She she kind of marked in it a little bit to sh- to show questions she needed to answer. She got her um she got her general ticket a month or two ago, so she's a general now. I haven't taken her out for Poda yet, but I'm going to. Um, giving those books away on the stream tonight. So I will. I, I'm giving each of those books away. Someone for a technician book. Someone for a general book. So Frank, I'm going to need you to pick who gets those. Me? Yeah, you. Oh no! Someone in the chat before the end of the stream uh-huh. um, will get will win one of these books. The the technician book is brand new, never been used. The general and Ham Radio Prep sent this to me so I could do some videos with it, which I did. Um, the uh, oh look at that QSL cards. <laughs> <laughs> we are just talking about QSL cards a minute ago. So uh, uh, put those over there. But um, the uh, Smoke Signals RF, look at that. A cool sticker from Don. Uh, obviously, that was in the mail with when I got the book in the mail. So uh, I just stuck that stuff in there. But yeah, so pick someone from the chat tonight. Be watching the chat. And mm-hmm. you guys in the chat, if you could use a technician book, if you don't have a license yet, or you know someone who doesn't have a license yet, and or you could use a general book, to if you want to get your upgrade or you know someone who wants to get their upgrade, put a reason in the chat why you want it, and Frank will pick a winner tonight, and then it'll, it'll be up to you to send me your information via email after this stream is done so that I can drop it in the mail to you this week. Sound good? Is that too Sounds much for you, good. Frank? Yeah, just go ahead and at me so I can see see the okay. reasons why, and I'm going to head and I'm going to take a list, and I'm going to do a random number from that list. Good. Good. That sounds great. That's yeah. Do a random number is fine. That's mm-hmm. fine. It's fine. Nick Weldon, thank you for the five dollars super chat. He says I'm going to be converting my Subaru Outback into an Overland vehicle. I already have my FTM 300 mount in the car. Good. Good. Overland vehicles are really, really great POTA vehicles. Just you know, that just kind of goes well together. <laughs> so <laughs> good deal. All right, so let's get Vance on here, and let me change this over here. And I'm going to go to uh, Frank. If you want to go ahead and mute, I'll just change it to speaker view. Yes, yes. Okay. Thanks for being here tonight, man. And no yeah. Okay, Vance, what's going on, man? How's it, how's it going in the world of uh, Poda.app out there? Well, things are things are chugging along nicely. We've uh, we, we've been um, well. I've been frantically helping the the new support desk get up and running. So mm-hmm. one of the things that that we had shared that you guys shared for us recently is that we got an actual support desk up and running. So um, there, there's been a new group of volunteers helping with that stuff. So basically what that means is all of my like support ticket question answering stuff mm-hmm. is uh, is a lot lighter load for me now. So so basically I just have to handle the level two stuff on the weekends that the rest of the guys couldn't figure out during the week. So mm-hmm. so we've been we've been busy with uh, with that. We've got some uh, some actual uh, new technical volunteers on board. Mm-hmm. So with with that, we're going to have uh, some extra resources for for building out some more of the the features in .app that we've been wanting to do. Um, mm-hmm. So so there's been been quite a bit going on 
from the web website end. And then, uh, and then we've also been, you know, I've been seeing a lot of the, the new parks on the air that, that have been added to the system. And uh, I don't know if it was a new park or not, but I got to, uh, I got to make one contact with somebody who's in the chat tonight. I'm pretty sure I saw him in there. Don, Don Izzo is uh, oh, out activating today. Yeah, he's and, in there. Uh, and I, I managed to work with him. So Don was my one contact I made today. In the middle of the day, I snuck down to answer a few support tickets and made a contact with Don while I was at it. So just uh, just the the standard busyness from our end is, is kind of the the name of the game right now. Yeah, he, he's in there right now. He said, thank you, Vance, for the contact today from Rhode Island. So yeah. that's pretty cool. I'm surprised they let him in Rhode Island. I, I'm surprised there's any parks in Rhode Island. <laughs> so <laughs> nothing against Rhode Island, guys. It's just, you know, it's just big. So, uh, <laughs> but, yep, but well, hey, it's one of the states I have not activated yet, and I really want to. So there's that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. There's one um, one national park in Rhode Island, and I forget the name of it, but it's the only park in Rhode Island that I've activated, mm. and it's a uh, it's it's a real small. Um, it's like right in the downtown Providence okay. area, maybe. Okay. But they have there's a handful of nice parking spaces, so you can just kind of pull off the road and slide into a parking space. So if you have stuff set up, you know, antenna on your car. It's, it's one that you can sort of sneak in and out of without too much trouble. Mm. Good, 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 good. Awesome. Well, great. So, uh, so tell us about, so there's an upcoming, in fact, you know what, I'm going to pull up that page again. You said you sure. put this page on today. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of those things so, when, uh, when we announced the results right of the, uh, when we announced the results of the, the plaque event in the summer, uh-huh. um, one of the things we had talked about is that on the new poda.app, we hadn't gotten a chance to actually get a page up yet that showed when the official events happen. Mm-hmm. And and then when I was looking at my schedule this weekend and sitting down to answer tickets, I'm like, hmm, I should probably get that page up there real quick because <laughs> <laughs> because that's going to mean it's been three months since we talked about it and I still didn't have it done. Right. So as of this morning, we have just a, a real basic page that uh-huh. just outlines um, when our Support Your Parks event and the plaque event happen each year. And it's basically, it's the third full weekend of each month where they happen. So January, April, July, October, and mm-hmm. uh, in, yeah, I guess January yeah. would be the next one around again. Right. Um, so, but yeah, so that means October is coming up on the, I believe that makes it the 16th and 17th right. of this month mm-hmm. is the, the next support your parks event for autumn. So, so these, the support your parks events that are outside the summer one, they're, mm-hmm. they're really just like weekend activities, get out, have fun. Um, they're a really good opportunity, especially the, um, the autumn one coming up here in October is a really good opportunity mm-hmm. to be able to, um, if you're into like the, the winter stuff, winter field day, things like that, mm-hmm. the autumn one is a good opportunity to get outside and test your gear when it's not super cold yet, but it's cool enough that it lets you make sure that, you know, if you have portable heaters, you use, make sure your heaters are working, make sure your generators are running when the weather's still pleasant enough that if you realize something isn't working, mm-hmm. that, that it won't, mm-hmm. uh, it won't throw you off, you know, for the, for the whole weekend. So, so the, the autumn event is, is a great opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, last year during this time of year, um, I'm always surprised how many folks are still getting out for full weekends when it starts to get cold, at least in the Northeast where I am, it's starting to get cold. Um, but last year there was still almost 16,000 QSOs the weekend of the autumn event. Mm. Um, and there was a couple hundred different people got out that weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, they activated like 300 parks last autumn. So I'll be really excited 
to see what happens this autumn, mm. just because of the amount of growth we've had since last year. Mm. Um, this time last year, you know, we were, you know, there was quite a few contacts happening in any given month, but we're, we've now reached the point in POTA where, you know, in any given month, we're having 150 to 200,000 contacts. So mm -hmm. it won't surprise me if, if we see, you know, 20,000 plus contacts this, this coming fall event. Um, and clubs, there's, there's at least one club that I know is planning a fairly decent activity on the weekend this fall mm -hmm. uh, up in New England. There's a group putting together a, a weekend activity where they're going to try to have people set up at different parks all over New England. So should be a lot of activity, even though it's uh, a cool, you know, cool weather laid back event should still be a great weekend to get out and have fun. Good. Yeah. Um, it was, um, uh, W2HRC, the ham radio clubhouse guys with the YouTube channel with the same name that did, uh, well, I mean, they were one of the clubs, one of, I think he said there were only six clubs that participated in the one in July, but they were one of the clubs and they activated from multiple States because those guys are kind of scattered. So they did stroke one, stroke two, stroke three and all that. Um, but, um, but that, 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 that's cool that clubs are doing that. I really enjoy the fact that parks on the air allows you to, and we, we, did this? I experienced this firsthand last April. I activated the Outer Banks and several uh, parks out in the North Carolina area with the uh, Ham Radio Adventures Group, which their call sign is Whiskey Echo 4 Delta X-Ray, We 4 DX, which is really cool. There's more than four of us, but We 4 DX is there. <laughs> there. <laughs> but it's great because you can take your software and you can say club call sign or activating call sign and then say operator call sign. And sometimes they're the same if you're just activating, activating for yourself. But I was using Whiskey for Whiskey Echo 4 Delta X-Ray, and my call sign, of course, was entered in the correct place. And when those logs are submitted, I got credit for activating the part, and the club call sign got credit for activating the part. So it was a double whammy type thing. And all the hunters who hunted me, or all of us, got double credit as well because it's like, oh, hey, I got two activations at that park because I worked KC5 HWB and W Echo 4 whiskey or i'm sorry whiskey echo for delta x-ray so i i think that's a really unique thing that parks on the air um offers that uh that other programs don't offer nothing against those other programs at all i did some summits on the air last month and it was incredibly fun because we don't really have summits to speak of in texas but um so it's good to get out to those activations but uh, but there's a, f a few more rules and stipulations behind it which i understand why those are in place i'm not saying they should change anything but the way that Parks on the Air does it is just, guys, get out there and get on the air. I mean, that's really all you guys seem to care about. And I think that really benefits amateur radio and really pushes amateur radio forward, um, especially with folks who don't have um, ways to sit down at their home and put up a big antenna and, and, and work HF all day long. So, so I, I just think it's a really great program you guys have, which we've talked about that before, but you know, there may be different people watching tonight or listening to the, to the after chat or the listening to the, this entire episode, along with all my episodes will be posted to a podcasting service called Spreaker, which spits it out audio only to SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and a bunch of other platforms as well. So thank you to those who listen on the audio section only, the audio only section as well. Um, but Vance, tell us what you, what, what you told me before the, um, stream started about uh, the number of the number of uh, QSOs you log for September 
Yeah, so this will be a little bit of a, a sneak a sneak peek for um, for the September update that'll be coming soon when, when we release the, the official September update. But September was officially the busiest POTA month ever. So um, in, in the month of September that, that just wrapped up, um, now there's probably still some logs coming in, but when I mm -hmm. checked, you know, yesterday, day before, there was something like almost 240,000 QSOs made in September, wow. which is which is the biggest number of QSOs we've ever had in POTA. So, wow. so the, the growth, you know, it has just continued to grow and grow and grow, which is awesome because it means when, when we have like our weekend events or mm -hmm. when somebody just decides to go out and get on the air at a park near their house, mm -hmm. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's going to be people looking for you. You know, it's um, it's not like the, the very early days when some of us would go out. If, if you were going out on like a Monday or a Tuesday, you'd kind of like sweat it a little bit going, I don't know if anybody's going to answer my CQ, but, you know, now it really doesn't matter what time of day or week or um, it's, you know, you're, you're going to get some activity. So, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to the, the autumn event coming up here just because of how steady that, that growth has been. Um, it'll be interesting to see when, when we're ready to come back and say, Hey, here's, here's kind of how the autumn event wrapped up. Um, it'll be interesting to see kind of what total numbers and stuff are, are looking like, um, the, you know, it, it'll be a really good, um, test of the waters if, if we're still seeing big growth um, if we end up with more contacts in the autumn event than we had during the the plaque event we'll have to come up with <laughs> I, I don't know if we have to maybe get Vance to shave his beard off live on, <laughs> on somebody's YouTube stream or something if if we end up with having more contacts in autumn than we did during the plaque event <laughs> yeah uh wow that's uh that's crazy but I mean but there's nothing special I, I say special there's nothing like the plaque event people get plaques and uh and and special awards and that was an awesome stream you came on and announced all those guys i know that bo kh7 fc kh7 fc i think is his call sign he was like what i i want i want what and he won like three awards that night it was awesome so because i met bo and he's a really good guy so but there's nothing special like that for this upcoming event right or what what sets this aside i guess for yeah uh, so there's yeah, there's no plaques or anything associated yeah. with with the autumn and the winter and the spring events. Um, but it, mm -hmm. you know, we do have all the same statistics and stuff available. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, after the event, you know, we'll we'll certainly um, be kind of looking forward to just sharing at a high level. Good. You know, who who was out, who was making contacts, what the numbers were. Um, we'll be able to share 
all of the same kind of categories as we do during the summer event, just because I know, I know people are curious because I've already um, actually somebody who I owe a message to back. One of a, one of our Canadian activators already asked me like, Hey, I know there's no plaques, but are you guys going to at least share what the numbers are for the autumn event? Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, we'd love to, to come back and at least share those, the numbers just so that people who are curious can know. Um, mm -hmm. But then there's, there's some other uh, interesting stuff because it's, it's more, it'll be more laid back and more for fun um, between now and, and that weekend, or even between now and when we, when we share what the results were from the weekend. Uh, if there's specific categories where people just want to know, like, mm -hmm. you know, Hey, I'm just curious who made the most contacts from my state or like, you know, Hey, we know the, the we four DX people were out, like, you know, who, who contacted them the most, mm -hmm. you know, we'll be able to do some fun stuff like that. So I would say for the autumn event, because it's more laid back, if there's numbers or stats, anybody is curious about just uh, feel free to drop me an email and mm -hmm. it's, you know, just the standard N3 VEM at parks on the air.com. And if there's information that you'd like to, uh, to find out after the autumn event, I'll, I'll be certainly willing to look up and, uh, and share some information as long as it's stuff I can look up, you know, every now and yeah. then people ask about a statistic that I go, well, I don't know. We don't capture that information. <laughs> so I have no way, <laughs> no way to tell yeah. you, but yeah. that's all right. I mean, you can't capture everything, so that's all right. But, uh, I am excited to say, and I've said this before, um, I'll be in Costa Rica the last weekend or the last week of this month. Uh, we're okay. flying down on Monday and coming back the following Monday. Um, and there's unactivated parks, in Costa Rica. And I wouldn't even really care if they were unactivated or not. I've, I've, I've been first activator on a couple of parks around Texas. Um, and that's fun, but I want to activate a park in Costa Rica. I mean, because why not? Right. So, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to going to Costa Rica at the end of this month and activating a park, maybe a couple parks. I'm not sure how far, I know there's one that's close. There may be more than that. Um, while we're doing the expedition down there, not at the, not at our, homestead as it were and then two or two or three weeks later after i come back assuming they let me back into the country which is always a always a question uh my wife and i are going to hawaii to the island of okay. Kauai. this is a this is a trip we bought and paid for like two and a half years ago and it got kiboshed because it was supposed to take place in may of 2020 well uh, that so um yep. so we we they let us put it off and put it off and they they just kind of saved all our information um uh but uh it but we're going to to the island of Kauai in the second week in november i think it is and uh and guess what there's a there's a poda spot like 30 minutes drive away so i'm like honey I got to I, I got to get all 50 states in my logbook and this is Hawaii so I got to go activate park in Hawaii which I think it's a summit also but I got to check on that but uh definitely got to do some photo in Hawaii that's going to be fun as well so Are you going to get nice. Emily to also activate down there? I might try to. I may try to get her to activate down there as well because uh um yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's a very good possibility. We'll see if she wants to or not, but uh she's already picked what? out a couple of hiking trails for us so I'm 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 kind of excited about that as well. We're gonna do some hiking while we're down there, and uh, in Hawaii would get the you'd get into islands on the air too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I so, I assume so. I haven't looked that up, but yeah, I'm sure they're an island on the air as well. So yeah, yeah so you might uh, be able to uh, lug your stuff out somewhere and get a a summit and a park and an island and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everything all yeah, at once. Yeah, 
I do have a quick question here. Um, how can you go about to list a park on um, for the POTA website? Yep. So the um, I'll give the official answer first, and then I'll give the, the caveat at the end. So uh, if you go to the the main like informational site, which is just parksontheair.com, uh, on the main page, there's a list of state coordinators, state mapping reps, and those are the folks who basically consolidate the information look up parks to make sure that um, they meet the criteria for for being a poda park and things like that so that's the person that you would notify um, you know that hey there's there's a park that that i think should be included um, mm -hmm. and, and then they they go through the the process to get it added now the catch is right now because we just went through and added those you know thousand plus parks to the system mm. right now we're actually focusing more on getting um some of the dx entities added um so if you if you submit a request for a u.s park right now um basically it's going to go on a a long a long waiting list currently because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. um, we just did a big massive effort to get a bunch of u.s parks added so you, you can add it it'll get kind of added to the backlog but just know, you know, for the next, you know, number of months, you know, potentially even up to a year, depending how long it takes, we're going to be focusing on getting, getting more of the DX parks added. So mm. good. Now, if it's a DX park you're asking about, yeah, then it'll probably get, <laughs> it'll probably get in right it, off the bat. Ex explain what a DX park is. Is that, that just means something outside of the USA? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Basically any, anything outside of the, uh, kind of like the continental US. Gotcha. So. Got continental US. So including Alaska and in Hawaii? Yeah, Alaska okay. and Hawaii, because they're technically DX entities, um, we would kind of evaluate those, you know, as, as needed. But um, yeah, right now we're actually, believe it or not, we've actually crossed the um, 100 different DX entities mark that are now part of POTA. So wow. Um, no, I don't know. We haven't actually talked about offering a a poda dxcc award if you can contact like a hundred different dx entities but uh but there are actually quite a few dx entities in in the system now so um hmm. you know fall time is you know for me anyway i always had a lot of luck with kind of dx chasing in the fall anyway so yeah wouldn't surprise me if we see a lot of the those dx parks on the air the uh the 16th and 17th that's good. That that would be good. I was amazed the first time I ever worked. A, I I assume Canada is considered DX as well. Um, sometimes it's easier to contact Canada than it is other parts of the U.S. I can certainly get Canada <laughs> easier than I can get Alaska uh, yep. from from here in Texas. But the first time I ever worked a park to park in Canada, I was <laughs> I was in the West Gulf Coast. I was in Galveston Island State Park, about five hours south of where I live. And I'm calling CQ. And of course, I'm working station after station. It's, you know, it's like typical POTA. And this guy comes back. He says, park to park. And I said, yeah, park to park. Go ahead. And he's like a Victor Echo something, you know, whatever the number was. And I'm like, say that again. <laughs> no, Victor <laughs> Victor Echo, blah, 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 park to park. And in, in, uh, I think it was, I forget it, where it was British Columbia or Saskatchewan, however you say that. Uh, but I think it was, uh, I think it was British Columbia, if I'm not mistaken. And I'm like, dude, you're like five, six, five, seven out here, buddy park to park in Galveston Island. He's like, thanks a lot, man. Yeah, you're about five, seven out here. And I'm like, holy crap, I just got Canadian park to park from Galveston on 100 watts, dude. That was that was fun. I, I enjoyed that. <laughs> was not expecting that at all. But as far yep. as I know, that's the that's the only actual DX I've ever done 
while doing Parks on the Air. So um, I can't imagine the pileups I'm going to work by being in Costa Rica. There's not a lot of ham operators in Costa Rica uh, anyway. And the last time I looked at the Parks on the Air website, which I might pull that up here in a second, the last time I looked at the Parks on the Air website, there were like 13 or 14 parks throughout the country and none of them had been activated. So I'm just like, yeah. I, I may tell the guys to say, I brought a, a sleeping bag and a tent. I'll see you guys in two days. I'm just going <laughs> to camp there. I'm going to make a kilo award in 24 hours. So <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, and you, you probably could. You know, I bet, I yeah, depending on how far I could get out, I bet I could. That would be oh, fun. Man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Last, uh, last fall, um, there was like, you know, outside of the U S I think there was nine different, um, DX entities that ended up on the air during the fall fall event. Um, Canada obviously was the biggest one because they're, they're always, you know, the most active outside of outside of the U S but outside of the U S and Canada last fall, Australia was actually, the most active DX entity during the fall event. Um, Mm -hmm. And then Japan was like, you know, right there because Japan is kind of like our, um, you know, our sister country across the Pacific, you know, outside of outside of North America, Japan is, you know, very steadily, you know, getting more and more active. So, so last, last Mm -hmm. fall, Australia and Japan, both, both had a big presence. So if you're a, if you're a new operator and you're planning on getting out on the fall and you don't have Australia in your log yet, you know, it might be a good time to try it because, you know, fall conditions are usually good and the Australian hams seem to be active. It's, you know, we're getting ready to get into our cold weather. And by that time they've had cabin fever from being, you know, inside all winter long. So, mm-hmm. so they're all like ready to get out in the parks. Right. The weather's starting to get nice. So it's a real nice overlap um, and a real good, a real good time to, get some Pota DX in there too. Absolutely. Yeah. I have to tell Hayden about that and see if he's planning on doing that event because, um, I'm not sure if he knows that Australia was so, such so high up on the list last year. So that's a good, uh, that's a good. And, uh, uh, VK, VK ham is, is he's not in the chat today, but he's a lot of time in the chat. It's got a channel called VK ham and two or three other guys out there that, that do ham radio, YouTube stuff. You know, they're, they're pretty active. Their field days in like, December or something like that because it's summer there. Yeah, that's when it's summer. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just like okay, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. My mind is always blown when you know you mm-hmm. hear them having their their field day and they're you know mm-hmm. got their their Christmas mm-hmm. trees and they're in their shorts and t-shirts and yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just yeah, very odd for me as a North American operator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, totally. I, uh, I I did something I meant to say at the beginning. I kind of forgot. Um, Mike uh, K at MRD is in the chat, and uh, I haven't seen Shane tonight. This side of the radio, uh, K five QBF is his call sign. They are planning to get together at the Huntsville State Park, unless that's changed. Huntsville, Texas State Park, Huntsville State Park in Texas, uh, that Saturday the sixteenth. So you guys watch for them. I have a prior commitment. There is a video conferencing. Uh, a conference about video creators here in north texas uh thursday friday and saturday that weekend that i signed up for nine months ago it's I've, something i've been to two or three times in the past excellent information about how to grow a youtube channel i'll be attending that that weekend so i'll miss out and if they if uh, shane and mike spill over to sunday uh i might drive down to huntsville state park on sunday and activate and then come home that same day but uh but if not but if not you guys watch for k at mrd and k5 qbf that's the on the 16th at uh, at Huntsville State Park uh, should be a really fun event that they do together. I'm sure they'll be spotted by 100 people that weekend. 
Um, and the park, I, I I couldn't believe the number. Well, I guess I could. I guess it makes sense. The number of park to park activation contacts we made during the July event was just outstanding. It was just astounding and outstanding both. Um, but it was uh, it was it was fun to see that. So Vern Six fifty dollars super chat. Uh, you guys, uh, you guys, thank Vern Six in the chat. He's a uh, he's a great supporter of my channel and uh, several of the other channels out there. He says I had a park depart from Golf zero two sixty five. Loving Poda, thanks so much. Uh, golf, I, I assume that's England uh, yep. with the with the golf uh, golf golf call sign. So, but that's that's cool that you. I've never done I've never done England. I've never had a park to park with England. So that's really fun, Vern. Thanks for being in the chat, buddy. Um, good to good to catch up with you last week in, at Belton as well. So. Uh, so what else, Vance? What uh, what can we expect um, upcoming in uh, in Parks on the Air for the you know between now and the end of the year? Let's say. Yeah, well, so between now and the end of the year, um, kind of in uh, um, less exciting news for most of us, but more you know ex- exciting news for the uh, for the folks that that won in the summertime. The uh, the plaques ought to be getting getting finalized from the the trophy okay. shop um, any day here, so those will be in the mail pretty soon. Um, so those are those are real nice plaques. So hopefully once once everybody gets those, we'll start seeing some maybe pictures of people posing with their plaques popping up yes. on yes Instagram, their Facebook, yeah. and Instagram and stuff like yeah. that. So yeah. when you get your plaques, make make sure you you pose with a selfie with your plaque and totally. and uh, and, yeah. and share it with us. Mm-hmm. So that's we've got that coming up. Um, and then, and then, really, once the uh, once the autumn event is is passed, then we're, you know, we're basically hunkering down for for the winter. We have mm-hmm. um, a bunch of behind the scenes stuff that we're doing. Mm-hmm. The we had our real big push to get poda.app finished up um, so that we could get moved away from the the old stats.parks on the air website. Mm-hmm. It looks but great. all of our all of our volunteer admin they still have to go to that old site because a lot of our behind the scenes stuff, we haven't gotten moved over to the new site yet. Mm. So our, our kind of in-house winter POTA projects, um, you know, our, our big thing that we're focusing on first, and I don't have, you know, timing on this yet. It's just kind of our, our list of priorities, but the, the mm. first big thing that we're still working at that um, I've gotten to see the early sneak previews of, and it's looking pretty slick so far um, is the self uploading stuff for logs. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the thing we're working on first and most and fast and furious. Um, I've gotten to poke around with it and upload some logs myself as though I were a user and see the error message. It spits back to me telling me like, Hey, you, you messed up your log. Um, That's actually Mm -hmm. the biggest working through all of the ways that a user can mess up their log mm-hmm. <laughs> is, is like the biggest technical mm-hmm. headache, you know, trying to anticipate the mm-hmm. weird errors. Um, but that's, yeah. that's the big thing. And then after a couple things like that, we have a whole bunch of behind the scenes administrative stuff that we're working on too, so that we can um, basically sunset the old website so that all of our volunteers and administrative people can start using the admin functions in the new site too. So, mm-hmm. so from a user perspective, uh, the self-uploading is probably the next like big thing that you'll see down the road, and and there's just a lot of you know behind the scenes stuff happening in in parallel with that. When so. we were in California last month, uh, was that last month? I can't even remember now. Yeah, when we were in California last month, um, it was the weekend after the Huntsville Ham Fest, so maybe the end of August or so, or it was the weekend? No, I'm sorry, it's the weekend after Labor Day. Um, 
the soda guys out there, we were talking about how a lot of the a lot of the points out there where we activated were both soda soda peaks inside of a national park. So they were a twofer. They were a soda and poda both at the same time. Yep. Um, and the soda guys out there who weren't very versed in poda is not as much as not as much as I am, but they were soda geniuses. They just hadn't done much poda. They were like, man, that's one thing I just can't get over. I'm just like, how come we can't upload our own logs? I'm like, and I and I said, what's the difference? All you do is take an ADA file, attach it to an email, send it to K5 at parksontheair.com or K6 or K1 or whoever you are, and click click send. And how is that any different? And they're like, oh, I didn't know you could do it that way. And I'm like, how how do you think you're doing it? <laughs> He's like, I thought I had to look up the guy's call sign. I was like, no, you just send it to Kilo, the number. Whatever your call sign, if your number, if your call sign's a number one, kilo one. If your call sign's a number five, like mine, KC five HWB, kilo five at parksintheair.com, attach the ADA file, click send, and you're done. So I yeah, so so I think I got them a little bit more excited in POTA than they were beforehand. Uh, one or two guys activated POTA the first time that weekend. That was kind of fun. Adam K6RK, who was big soda guy in California, he was with us in Huntsville and he activated Montesano State Park. That was his first POTA activation uh, during Huntsville Hamfest in middle of August. So that was fun to see. So I, I like seeing stuff like that. I was like, "Good, we got you. We we got you glued now, man. You're you're not getting out of it now." <laughs> so nice. Uh, What's and it's funny? You, funny you mentioned Monsanto State Park. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, so so a fun little tidbit. That was the most activated park in the month of uh, August. I don't doubt it. I didn't. I didn't realize that it was right next to Huntsville. I was looking at some stats. I was like, "Why were there so many people at this one park in August?" And I looked it up. I'm like, "Oh, it's like ten minutes from Huntsville. That's Every, why." Yeah, well, it's it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Say ten minutes from. I I thought it was in Huntsville. The ten minutes from Huntsville might be the time it takes you to get up the mountain. I don't know, but. Um, when you're driving through that park that weekend, you just kind of pull out of your RV camper spot and you're driving and every other RV or tent camping spot has some sort of antenna in it. You're like, oh yeah, we've invaded this place. <laughs> yep. so, but yeah, it was, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't doubt that at all. The guy across from us, and I forget his call sign right now. Frank, maybe you remember it. His name was... Um, it is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I can't remember his name now. Really nice older gentleman. Uh, retired gentleman in a, in a really nice fifth wheel right across from us. By the time the weekend was done, he had like 600 some odd contacts. And I'm like, dude, you got to sit down and make 400 more. You got to get a kilo this weekend. He's like, nah, <laughs> I don't want to do that. But he had just sat down and just nonchalantly worked 600 plus contacts that weekend. Uh, yep. Of course, he'd been there since he went. He was there like Wednesday through Sunday, so he was there for several days. But uh, but that was a, that was a fun event because so many people. I activated the park three times myself that weekend. 
Uh, so yeah, it was, uh, that's what that was for sure. You got two questions here. You're talking about new site features. Let me shimmy over. There, there you go. go. There you go, Frank. <laughs> Better. Um, c- coming from Bob, AA3OB. Mm-hmm. Uh, love the, uh, he said he would love to have a feature where he get a notification when a state or park, a particular park he picks, activates and he can go and try to get that park. So if you're trying to hunt, and, and get all the parks in a particular state, hmm. you can set an, a um, notification when you, that is activated. And I don't know if it's on there now. Another feature would be also to um, self-spot uh, yourself and have that pre-scheduled. Yeah, so we have um, <clears throat> the, I know on the list, on the backlog list of like feature requests is the notifications stuff. Okay. Um, there's, um that's actually been on our list for a while like various types of notifications and kind of step one of that was basically getting well one getting poda.app up and ready Mm -hmm. because it's it's basically a more modern website so you know as much as we all hate cookies we love cookies for stuff like this because cookies are what let us you know set your preferences for if you like table view or car view or dark dark mode um but that's also how we can we can start you know building notifications options and stuff like that so so that's definitely in the list um the um the spotting on a schedule that that's actually a new one so so we have you know for if you're doing cw or ft8 we do have kind of the feature baked in where if you schedule your activation ahead of time, mm-hmm. if the CW reverse beacon picks you up on FT8 or CW, it'll then automatically spot you because mm-hmm. it sees you in the schedule. We skim RBN. So we say, hey, look, this mm-hmm. person scheduled an activation. They're now on the air calling CQ. Let's spot them. Mm-hmm. So we do that, um, but we don't have anything uh, built where it's just like, on a schedule a spot just goes up um that's uh i kind of thought that that was the same thing as scheduling your activation was that you would correct me if i'm wrong here vance because if i schedule myself for an activation tomorrow at noon and i don't cancel that between now and then i actually go out tomorrow (laughs) and start start doing does it not put me on the spotter page tomorrow at noon no no it just has you on the scheduled activations page okay and there there's enough um there's enough people that mm-hmm. look at the scheduled activations page yeah. that if you're on the scheduled page and they're tuning around and they find you on the air, they'll probably spot you. Um, but we don't, we don't do any like automatic spotting except for what we skim from RBN. Um, okay. No, the, the thing that we, we often joke about, I'm going to give away a big secret here. <laughs> this isn't really a secret. It's not something we're working on. We just go like, Hey, we wish somebody would work on this because it would be awesome. Uh-huh. Um, but with the, with the advent of like the, the software defined radios and all the stuff that like the ham side groups are doing like that, mm-hmm. we keep joking. Like we need somebody to basically build RBN, but for SSB. <laughs> so as mm. soon as somebody builds RBN, but for SSB, where somebody's basically taking a whole slice of spectrum, mm. doing the audio processing, running it through whatever algorithms Amazon has to like turn the voice into text and then skim mm. SSB, that that's what we often say. Like as soon as as soon as that exists, then we'll we'll add uh, we'll add spotting via 
whatever that is. Someone but. just needs to plug in a Google Home or 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 a uh, Amazon Alexa to uh, like to an HF radio. Yeah. So just to pick and up every the... time it says, uh, every time you hear CQ Poda, CQ Poda, or CQ Parks on the air, <laughs> Google Home says and sends the text over. I mean, there, seems there like go. it'd be a seems like it'd be a simple thing for those programming guys, but I don't know. I like to yep, tease yeah. programming guys because Frank is one. So that's, that's, hey, that's <laughs> you're talking about voice recognition now and then tying that, that part's into already that done, man. Google and home does it, that for you <laughs> and tying that into, you know, a well wide uh, spectrum. Yeah. That's, that's going to be difficult because also you get up there and what if being a good amateur radio operator that I am and the frequency I pre choose, I'm going to pay, hey, I'm going to be activating on 14.42. Uh, I don't know if it's in the bands, but I just grandly grabbed that not number. A, that's not a frequency, <laughs> um, Frank, but okay. You get there and someone's already there or someone's already has a net yeah. going on that you didn't know about. Mm. So then you got to dial around and then that schedule activation is no longer good. But I, I, that's be a good feature. Um, you got a question, back, Frank? Yes, I do have another hey, question. Okay, let me let me say you. while I've got you on the screen, Frank. Let's let's reiterate this. We got 179 people watching that weren't that some of you might not have been here at the beginning. I'm giving away a, a free ham radio prep technician class book tonight and a free uh, W5YI general class book tonight. Now, the general class book is the one my wife used. She passed her class mm -hmm. a couple of months ago. She's kind of circled some questions in it and whatnot. Like um, she's got some, some of these some of these uh, numbers circled and whatnot, but there's nothing really, there's no damage in the book. There's nothing really wrong with it. And uh, so it'll still be an easy study guide. It's uh, but it's a free book. If you know somebody who wants to get an upgrade to general or know someone who needs a technician book, Frank has been watching the chat for the entire stream. And uh, he's going to pick two winners at the end of the chat that we're going to um, give away. These for the general. For. And I got four for the technician. Awesome. Awesome. All right, go ahead, Frank. I'm sorry. You have some questions that have been in the chat. It's for all Vance, right. I think. It's all right. Um, one one question kind of self here. It's blackened I'm drinking, and it's the Metallica whiskey batch uh, 105. Got it from Scott, and it's mm -hmm. pretty good. Um, if you look up that batch, it'll tell you what songs the whiskey was exposed to <laughs> when they made it. It's crazy, man. Yeah, so Scott, Ham Radio for Non-Techies, he brings this, this whiskey, and he's like, they blast Metallica music into the barrel while it's fermenting the whiskey. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a cool concept and all, but you know, so here's what I want. I want someone to take like, maybe say, I don't know, 14.250 and blast that into a barrel of whiskey while it's, uh, you know, while it's fermenting. Because if you get a few CQ potas in there, you know, that might be some really good whiskey. I don't know. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Um, a question about the subject line. You talked about um, earlier mm -hmm. how to submit logs, send yeah. it to K and whatever um, division you're in, one, mm -hmm. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, whatever um, um, division you're in mm -hmm. at uh, parksontheair.com. I hope I said the dot com right. That's correct. That's correct. Is there a format for the subject? There's, um, there's not really for the subject, uh, the, if you look on the, the FAQ, uh, that's available at, at proto.app or parks on the air.com, um, there is a, a suggested format for the file name. Yes. Uh, and that's, that's really just to make it easier for the call area managers mm -hmm. to be able to upload the log without having to actually open the log to look at it. So if you follow that file naming format, they have everything they need to 
pick their menu options and do their upload. Uh, but for the subject, um, it doesn't really mm -hmm. matter other than, you know, make sure at least your, you know, your call sign and maybe a park name, but, but there's nothing formal. Yep. Good. Cool. What's next, cool. Frank? And um, this is a general question about um, activating a park in general. Do you have to get permission from the park to activate it? Uh, that's a, a good question and a very loaded question. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So it, it really varies by park. So if you're not sure, look up the rules in your state. Um, most, most states will have a common set of rules that apply to pretty much all of their state parks. Um, so if, if you're going to a state park, find the entity that takes care of the state parks in your area, look up their rules. Um, if you're going to a national park, you almost just have to look them up by park specifically. Um, and, and that's where you'll find out. Um, usually in their rules or bylaws, they have like things that describe like acceptable uses. Mm -hmm. Now, ham radio is never like explicitly in the list, but you can usually read through those lists and based on the types of activities that are allowed or not allowed, you can usually figure out, you know, what would be permitted or not. A real good example, um, some of the new parks in my area in Pennsylvania are the, um, the state game lands. So we have a bunch of parks that are actually state. Um, they're actually funded by essentially by. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hunting license fees. And so those state game lands have a unique set of rules. And they're, they're, they're basically set aside primarily for hunting. But then they have basically, you know, secondary uses are permitted. And they have all the rules. And then they have a caveat that says, however... No secondary use is allowed at all during these time frames. It's basically hunting season. So, so there's, you know, it's good to look at the rules if you don't know. Generally, though, you don't need permission um, unless you're going to be setting up some kind of big thing and you're going to be having like your whole club coming and there's going to be lots and lots of people. So, um, I Kitty Hawk. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. um jason can uh -oh. you check the audio i'm getting a lot of no audios and muted 
remarks. How's that? Is that better? We will know in about 40 okay. seconds. All right. So <laughs> I um sneezed real bad a minute ago, so I muted myself. Hey, guys, this is my first time on YouTube. I'm sorry. I haven't, uh, I haven't quite figured out how to use my controls yet. Uh, so let me say that again. Okay. So the only time I've ever run into um, not being able to activate a park is when we were at Kitty Hawk for the Wright Brothers Memorial in North Carolina, just north, I think it was north of uh, Outer Banks. And um, and Matt A4MQ, he walked into the museum there. We all went through the museum and he's like, hey, we're going to set up out here. And the lady in there, she was a ham. And she was she was like, oh yeah, I know what y'all are doing, but you can't you can't set up an antenna in the parking lot. You can't put anything in the tree. And he's like, well, what if we just activate in our car? And she said, oh yeah, that's fine. So that's how we activated. We just sat in the car with a ham stick and a mm -hmm. seventy one hundred, I think it was, that was uh, belonged to uh, to Mike, one of the few, one of the several mics that were with us that trip. Kosher pork rinds, Mike. I, th I and, think the good <clears throat> good general rule on that is if it's a national park, since right. national parks are supposed to protect and preserve the land or a particular time frame. Yeah, the good ham radio etiquette should be to go in there and talk to your park ranger because we yes. don't want to Agreed. spoil it for anyone else. Agreed. And if they say no, don't be a what's yeah. a good jack wagon. Jack wagon. Jack wagon. Yeah, don't be a jack wagon about it. Just so, ask yeah. them, hey, can, I got ham sticks on the car. I'm just going to go sit in my car, and they'll probably say, yes, that's good. But they just I mean, don't want yeah. you throwing bottles, pulling limbs down, and that stuff. Um, right. Yeah. So, but, was, And a lot of states have rules specifically about um, putting stuff in trees right. uh, because there's, there's specific – there's a lot of specific funguses and things that non-native funguses that can get transferred via mm -hmm. ropes going from tree to tree and traveled around. So a lot of, a lot of states do specifically have rules about mm -hmm. putting stuff in trees because of the risk of spreading um, non-native fungus, you know, mm -hmm. on, on ropes and, right. and stuff like that. When they wrote those rules, they were thinking more of the people that are like throwing their cooler and hoisting their cooler up into oh, the tree yeah they weren't thinking about yeah. ham radio guys with antennas but the mm -hmm. the intent is the same so yeah mm -hmm. good yeah. okay what else frank um steve noted that um you can set notifications via uh, road schedule notifications via node red um mm. uh, so you might be able to do that uh, kind of it will probably just uh has the back-end api or it scrapes the page and injects that um um, self spot mm -hmm. when yeah. that time pops yeah yeah we, the, we do have the um you know we do have an api that drives a bunch of the spotting stuff and things like that um we don't like it, it's not like officially supported but we we have it and the people who are smart enough to figure out that oh hey there's an api i'm going to use it we say yeah if, if you if you can figure out how to use it without us telling you how to use it <laughs> you can feel free to go ahead and use it so there's a handful of people that have built stuff on their own like that so so yeah by all means if dangerous <laughs> right yeah well the the most of the uh most of the stuff in the api right now is like it only lets you retrieve what's displayed on the website anyway um, all of the stuff that would be like, you know, behind an authentication wall is kind of a whole separate um, method right now. So, so someday we will officially publish like the uh, the guidelines for the API, but it's uh, it's not out there yet in any official capacity. 
All right, so uh, Ham Radio Hobo is asking, what is Node Red? And Kyle is in the chat, A-A-0-Z. Kyle, feel free to post a link to your video about Node Red. You guys go check out Kyle's channel. He's got at least one or two, if not more than that, videos about how to use Node Red in your ham shack. It's a really cool uh, tool that it's it's over my head how to do it. Um, basically, it's a it's a GUI that you can set up to control various objects inside of your ham shack via computer control. So you can basically build like a like a clickable something on your computer screen that turns your radio on, turns your power supply on, does this and this and this. Um, yep. So it's um, so it's in the it's, maker community at large. You'll find a lot of people using it for like yeah. home automation projects and stuff mm -hmm. like that too. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Kyle does an, is is in here and it did answer. Says more API access, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've actually had some emails back and forth with Kyle where he's at, he's actually asked me like, hey, what's the what's the status on the API? Yeah. So there, there's a handful of people out there that uh, that are that are eager for a, a more public release. So <laughs> mm -hmm. good. Yeah. All right, Frank. What else? Um, that's almost it. We okay. do have a uh, Texas kind of self-indulgence here. Um, Texas, there's not a lot of state parks out there. There's a lot of core of Omni engineer land out there that has parks on them. So is there a way we can go and get that core of engineer land also incorporated? Because there's, there are around almost every lake every lake we here in texas is not a it's not natural it's a man-made lake and it's core of engineer land and they have some parks there but it's not designated a state park can we get some yeah. of those in um i would say send send the question to your to the texas um mapping coordinator person because they're they actually know the actual specifics on like what I would call the business rules for what qualifies or not better than even I, you know, at my end, basically I get lists of parks after they've already been vetted and they say, okay, these are ready, load them into the database. <laughs> and then I do it. Um, but I, I know there are parks in the system that um, aren't designated like state parks. So it doesn't have to be a state park, but it does have to be like state or federally like owned and managed. So, so there are other types of entities that do qualify. So, so I'd say, you know, check parks on the air.com, see who the mm -hmm. Texas person is and ask them the question and they'll, they'll know the answer better than I. The, the coolest thing I've found is that historical sites, a lot of the times, like we were going, Mike and I were driving to Huntsville and we passed one called the Louisiana Purchase State Historical Site. And I'm like, oh, we got to activate. And we didn't, we didn't get a chance to stop there on the way back. It was, it was, when we were driving home, it was before where we wanted, we wanted to make it to a certain point so the next day wouldn't be as far of a drive. And it was way past that. So we didn't get a, <laughs> we didn't get a chance to stop and activate that. But in Texas, there's a San Jacinto uh, State Park, which is where uh, Santa Ana surrendered after the Battle of the Alamo. That's where Texas won their independence. Um, there's, uh, there's the battleship, Texas. I'm sure the Alamo is, I haven't looked up to see if the Alamo is actually one or not, but I would really like to go down in San Antonio, activate the Alamo one of these days, assuming it is one. Um, but there's historical, historical sites like that. And the, the HRA group was talking about activating Gettysburg at one point. I think one of them went to a couple of those guys went to Gettysburg and activated that. I'm like, that is freaking, that's something I really want to do. They're not state parks. They're national historical monuments. Well, most of them are national historical monuments and, Man, that that sounds like a lot of fun. That's the kind of thing that would 
interest me was a lot. Gettysburg the shot heard around the world so it will be the yep. photo park heard mm-hmm. around the world <laughs> unless your unless your call sign is November 3 Victor Echo Mike then you will be there way too early in the morning calling <laughs> CQ for like 45 minutes and only one person answers because it's like 6 15 a.m eastern and everybody's still in bed <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I've, I've tried uh, twice but it was both very early in the morning on road trips and both times I struck out because I oh, guess everybody wow. was still in bed <laughs> jeez that's too bad man because that would be a neat that would be a neat place to activate that really would yeah. be a, a neat place to activate yeah and smoke signals rf isos in the chat let's not forget about kilo zero 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 one so several youtubers in my and several other just guys who hang out with this and myself we have talked about doing a trip next year to maine the state of maine that's where um i forget the name of it right now it's a state acadia. park acadia that's it acadia state park kilo zero 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 one and i'm like oh we got to go activate i've never been in the state of maine i've always wanted to activate the state of maine of course it's my personal goal to activate one in every state so that'll knock that off my belt or get that notch in my belt and uh and zero 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 one would just be a cool freaking place to activate so um zero two zero two zero three and zero four are all in alaska so i have to talk my wife into a trip to alaska maybe (laughs) in 2023 but but we have to come up with something like if you can activate like Parks in sequence. Park. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that would be fun. Talk, talking about the numbers, there was a question, and I did kind of field it out, so I'm sorry. How do the numbers get their sequence, or how do the parks get their sequence? Is it just six? It's just arbitrary by the order we load them in, essentially. So Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, nothing nothing formal. Now, the, the first... Um, I don't know, the first hundred, couple hundred parks, um, we did essentially take the list of national parks on the air parks from the 2016 event, which I'm actually wearing my, is this shirt officially vintage yet? My my 2016 (laughs) national parks on the air shirt. Totally. Um, We did actually essentially start with the list of parks that were part of Napoda. So the first few, the numbers actually, if you look, the numbers actually match what the national park on the air number was. Okay. for a little bit and then and then they go out of sequence and after that it was just literally like whatever order we loaded them in is the number but mm-hmm. uh yeah if you go up to uh if you go up to acadia that's another one where you can get a you can get a summit on the air and a poda at the same time you go up to a cadillac mountain um go up to the top of cadillac mountain there's a, a fairly large parking area so it's fairly easy to just drive right up to the top and hop out of the car and you know take your gear whatever few feet away from the car you need to for soda and you can Mm. kind of get get a couple for that one um there's also a really fun place when when we go up there to acadia there's um there's there's a place up there that has yurts that you can rent and so if uh if you want to stay in stay in a yurt you can do that in acadia that's fun jason can we do that let's do that jason let's do that the the only downside is the now the the state park might have some too but the place that we stayed in yurts when we go up there is it is privately owned so the yurts themselves aren't in the state park oh. but you you still have to you know drive over to into oh. the park bounds but um but yeah the, the the park there has you know there's campground and stuff like that so you can mm-hmm. kind of stay right in the campground and set up too that's cool yeah we had uh, there was yurts in that uh, Lake DeGray Park that Mike and I stopped back in Arkansas on our way back from Huntsville. And we're like, yurts? 
what's that? And we went and it's like a big teepee. I'm like, oh, that might be kind of fun to stay in. Let's let's try that one of these. We didn't stay there. We had the trailer at the time. We didn't stay there. But I'm like, oh, I have to do that sometime. So, in fact, my wife or my wife and I are talking about making a trip next year to Big Ben, uh, Big Ben, Texas. And they have yurts down there as well. So um, we might. Eric, we might Eric stay says there. Big Bend is park 0006. I saw that. Yeah, 0006. If that's in Big Bend. Yeah, I'm already, I'm I, I'm going to do Big Bend anyway, just because. You think we but, can uh, talk to Shane and just do, you know, Maine, Alaska. I forgot where a couple others are then. Big Bend and uh, like all in a week and do like the first 20. <laughs> you know, I want to go down to Big Ben and actually enjoy it. I don't want to be driving all over the place, <laughs> setting up antennas and activating parks the whole time. Oh, I fly. So I said, Shane, man, he's going to get those uh, Southwest passes. <laughs> he could get Southwest passes, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that's one way to do it, I suppose. But uh, yeah. Uh, cool. So, uh, Frank, any other questions? No, um, I pretty much uh, ran out the questions. I have an awesome comment by the door chick. Uh, we all know who that is. Yes. Uh, she loves how many people are wanting books for the YLs. Um, yeah. I have about six comments about different uh, members in our chat tonight. Good. Saying that the book would be for the YL. Aww, okay, well then, well, well, then pick one of those, Frank, because I, I know you were going to do the random number, but the first thing I said was, mm -hmm. tell us why you want the book and we'll – we're just going to pick. I mean, this is not like a, a giveaway of a three thousand dollar radio. Uh, so you know, it's it's. I mean, it's still it's still a good giveaway, I think, because we're giving away free books to get your ham radio license and or upgrade. Uh, but yeah, pick. Yeah, that's fine, Frank. Do that. Do that for a while if you want to. That's that's especially for the general book. Yeah, um, yeah. I got one picked out already. Good. So when you're ready, we'll go ahead and do that. Uh, let me switch this back here. Uh, gallery view, and then let me go over here. Oh, that looks terrible. All right, let me do that. All right, uh, yeah, okay, go ahead, Frank. So we've got a, so once again, guys, we've got a technician book from Ham Radio Prep, which is all the technician questions and answers and whatnot. So that's a uh, $30, $35 book from Amazon. Uh, we've got the W5YI general prep book from uh, Gordon West, also 35, 37 bucks on Amazon. My wife used this to get her general ticket about a month and a half ago. <clears throat> and she's, uh, once again, just to be clear with everybody, she's made some marks in it, circled some questions she needed to, to study. But there's no torn pages. There's no highlighted anything. It's just kind of like some pin marks here and there. Questions are not affected, of course. So we're giving away those two free books tonight. And Frank's picking the winner. So go ahead, man. Or let's start with the um, technician book. I oh, am yeah, going to yeah. pick um, Hardy uh, K. I'm sorry, N5ZPM, dyslexic moment, N5ZPM. He says, uh, Hey, Frank, my nephew wants to study for his license. Can I get the technician book? So awesome. Yeah. I think that is a good reason to get a technician book. Okay. So N5ZPM. Uh, shoot me an email, kc5hwb at gmail.com, <clears throat> and send me your shipping info, and I'll get this book dropped in the mail to you this week. Okay. For the YL book, yeah, I am going to choose Derek Burgess, B-U-R-G-E-S-S, Burgess. Um, he says uh, he would like to get the general book for his YL. 
His YL has the tech license, and he wants to help her get upgraded to general. Okay. Does he have a call sign? No call sign. Okay. So tell me his name again. I will send it to you all in Discord. Okay. All right. Now. Okay. N5ZPM got the tech book. And Mm -hmm. Daniel, I think it was Daniel Burgess? Uh, Dick Burgess. Dick Burgess. Okay. Burgess. General. Okay, good. So you guys reach out to me via email, kc5hwb at gmail.com. Let me know what your mailing address is. I'll get those dropped into the email this morning. Um, <laughs> so um, this is this is great. Uh, Austin Grubbs, are you serious, Clark? I've got a t-shirt that says that. <laughs> <laughs> so who gets that? Who gets that reference? <laughs> so uh, not Not here. Uh, Frank, what is wrong with you, man? You don't get that. Are you serious, uh, what, Clark? What movie is it? Um, one of the um, National Lampoons. Yes, Clark? yes. Okay, there we go. Christmas Vacation, my friend. It's Christmas been a Vacation. While. Yeah. Are you serious, Clark? Why is the uh, Why is the carpet all wet, Todd? I don't know, Margo. <laughs> I got another one. I got another T-shirt that says, "Is your house on fire, Clark?" So I get that one. Yeah. (laughs) So congrats to the guys, to the two folks who won the books tonight. Uh, I would like to do more giveaways on this uh, show. So uh, you guys let me know what, um, what, uh, what, what kind of stuff you would like to see. And hopefully all of you has signed up for my flex radio giveaway that I will get to, that I will give away when I get to a hundred thousand subscribers on this channel so looking forward to that night okay, as well it's now good. i feel ashamed the door check frank, i know i'm so disappointed she can quote that whole oh. movie frank she oh. can she can quote that whole movie uh See, so yeah what you say just rolls off my back but <laughs> but the, her man right right through me uh yeah right through you right through you uh never trust government plastic <laughs> <laughs> That's from Christmas Vacation also. Mm-hmm. So, All right, cool. Hey, Vance, thank you for being here tonight, man. We like to cut up and have fun and do stupid crap on this channel in case you haven't noticed. Hey, that's all so, right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm game for that anytime. Yeah, Just yeah. Join on in. Join yeah, on in. Totally, yeah. Yeah, totally. I'm still jealous of everything behind you. That shot is amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. great stuff back there for sure. But yeah, um, but yeah so, uh, so thanks for being here tonight. Um, we will... Uh, we will uh, get you back on the show sometime, maybe late October, early November. To, if you're interested, we could talk about the numbers for the for the weekend upcoming, if you want yep. to. But if not, um, so we'll, we'll totally do that if, if if you want to. But at the very least, we're going to get Vance back on the show around mid mid to late December to talk about the January. Oh, you know, one thing I didn't ask you, Vance. I don't think we really okay. ever touched on this was um, the fact that. Um, <clears throat> The first weekend in January thing that I was asking you about before the uh, before the show started. Um, why don't yep. you tell us about the first weekend in January thing? Because Shane had, had mentioned something about that. That's not an actual event, but I want to know what the, what what uh, details go behind that. Yeah, the, there is an additional. So in addition to the support your parks events that happen that third weekend, like we talked about, mm-hmm. the first full week of January each year, we kind we essentially call our New Year's celebration. So we do have like a, a participation certificate that anybody who makes contacts during the first week of the year gets. So so that's a, another fun time to just get on the air, you know, when, you know, after you 
after you have all your drinks and shout happy new year and stuff like that, then, uh, you know, give yourself a, a couple hours to sober up and get on the radio and right. make some, <laughs> make, make some new year's contacts. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun way to, to bring in the new year and get on the radio when it's a little cold outside. So I'll have to add that. I'm, I'm definitely going to do that. It's, it's possible I'll be in Galveston that week. We'll see. Um, but I'm definitely gonna have to do that so that I can add that to my list of awards right here. This list of awards is pretty impressive if you, if you think about it. But if I was K at MRD, it would be like five times as big. So I'm just saying. Um, so you could you could punch good. up his call and look and see what. Yeah, his that's true. Like. Yeah, I could do you could that. Pick on him. <laughs> uh, there we go. Okay. So uh, yeah. Okay. Search for call signs and parts. Yeah. MRD. Dahl Dahlhofer. Actually, his awards look kind of like the number of awards look kind of like mine hmm interesting all right maybe he's NY. not as maybe he's not as cool as he thinks he as he tells me he is he's but, got uh, some of those kilo things in yeah, there though yeah so he's, he did, he's yeah. definitely I've, racking them up i've never done a kilo award i did figure out how to change my avatar at the top left but um <laughs> yeah so uh good deal well frank i wonder what yours looks like go for it go for it that's frank that's not too bad buddy that's yeah. that's that's not bad. You need to change your avatar as well. But, yeah, I uh, know, I know that. Get yeah. on for me. All right, you ready for the big one? Yes. N a y o. Oh my gosh. And the internet breaks. <laughs> that's actually, that's actually not as bad as I thought it'd be. I thought it'd just so, be like. <laughs> yeah, I know it's. That dude knows how to pota. If you ever want to completely destroy the battery on your phone. Download Hamalert and put N8YO into uh, into the, the the activated call signs, the watched call signs. So, anyway, yep. that's cool stuff. Yeah, if, if you would, if you do want to see one of the real big ones, I think uh, I don't know if Carrie is. I'd have to look at the leaderboards. I, she might mm. be the top of the leaderboards of all time. KB3WAV. She's she's probably one of the uh, most decorated hams in poda if if you're looking for somebody that has a, a lot of oh, so oh wow look she, at this she's even was gonna say she has so many that she even has gotten awards that we haven't made certificates for yet <laughs> which is why you see some blanks in there oh so. my goodness and i don't so. think i don't recognize that call sign i'm not sure i have her in my log which is yes. sad yeah, so but, Carrie's from, I think uh, her and, and Ray um, usually go out together, KC3RW. Uh, uh-huh. They're from Maryland. Okay. Um, so I can hardly ever work them because I'm too close. So I can't oh. ever hear them on like 40 and 20. Mm-hmm. But I, I know like the, the folks in Michigan and, and, you know, out to the Midwest and up into New England um, work them pretty often. But, but yeah, that's, uh, that, there's, there's that's a... Fine. Talking talking about New Year rewards. Can I get a New Year's reward for being born on January? January 1st, baby. I, I want a award. Mm. Only if you can prove that you like tapped CW back through the womb when the ultrasound <laughs> signal was bouncing. I was in. kicking. Then we'll call you know, it a two-way contact. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, once again, Vance, thank you. This is I love these streams. I, I really love supporting Parks on the Air. Um, as we were talking about before we hit go tonight, guys, uh, those of you in the chat, um, I get a lot of comment. I, I get a lot of positive comments on my Parks on the Air videos. I really do. I get many more positive comments than I do negative. But the negative comments I actually got one 
uh, yesterday, I think it was, but it wasn't on a Parks in the Air video. It was on my Is Ham Radio Dead video. And they're like, oh yeah, Ham Radio's dead. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, if you think Ham Radio's dead, you haven't done Parks in the Air. And that's just the simplest way to put it. Because Parks on the Air has, I, I can't count the number of people that I have talked to over email, over text messaging, the phone, in person, uh, comments on YouTube that have said that, you know, I've always wanted to do HF, but I live in an apartment. I live in an HOA restricted area. I live somewhere I can't put up an antenna, maybe. But I get to go out to Parks on the Air and set up what I would set up a simple wire and call CQ, and I am the pileup that everybody wants to work. And, the, and you guys have seen my videos, you've seen Mike's videos, you've seen Shane's videos about how it is a total pile-up madness working Parks in the Air when you, uh, sometimes when you spot yourself, but if you just call CQ Parks in the Air, someone else spots you, it works, it takes a little bit longer, but it, it works too. Uh, but it's just, it's an awesome, awesome program. I just really like the things that Vance and Jason and a couple of the other guys on the Parks in the Air team have done. I really appreciate them moving amateur radio forward the way they have done. And I, I, I appreciate uh, Vance, uh, you being on the show and getting this information out to the masses to try to get just more people involved in Parks on the Air. I think that when you said earlier that September was your most, the most QSOs in one month since the program started, I would like to think that that is at least in part due to all the YouTube, not not just me. All the I, there's a lot of there's a lot of YouTube guys that have done a lot more parks than I have. But all the YouTube channels out there, all the bloggers out there, all the all the people out there who've posted on social media in the Facebook group for Parks on the Air, and that has just been really hammering Parks on the Air uh, through all different kinds of means of of just promoting the the, the system and promoting the uh, the platform. I just I I think it's I think it's an awesome program. I think it's a really fun just get on the air type program that's that's do it's like field day every day so um it's very very cool stuff yeah, to yeah the official stuff. motto from my five-year-old is anytime is poda time so that's uh, <laughs> that, that pretty much sums it that's up that's right yeah that's good that's good so well thank you very much vance for being on tonight uh look forward to catching up with you maybe after the uh the support your parks event this uh this month but if not then definitely by um December to talk about the January event. We'll get you back on then and, uh, and talk about more of that. So thank you for, thank you for being in the chat tonight. Thank you for your time. And I uh, hope you have a good, uh, if you're going to activate, I hope you have a good activation that weekend. You bet. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that weekend. Thanks for having me on. And yeah, well, I'll be looking forward to coming back and kind of sharing how the weekend went after it's in the bag. Awesome. Awesome. Good deal. All right. We'll hang out on the zoom for a second. I'm going to close this out and I'll be right back with you. If you have time, I'll be right back with you. All right, guys, so I, I want to thank all of the patrons tonight, uh, Jerry Bauer and Aaron Heron. Aaron Heron, W6HER. I just realized that rhyme. I'd like to thank all the patrons for supporting the channel tonight. Uh, really, um, really appreciate you guys being out there and um, just showing your support for my channel overall. Uh, I share all of my videos, all of my uploaded videos, except for the shopping videos, which get uploaded and go live pretty quickly. I share all the videos early to my patrons. I do a monthly call with most of the patrons, with the second and third tier patrons, and then I take that recorded Zoom video uh, from that call, and I share it to Patreon with all of my patrons. It's not It never goes public on YouTube. It's all, only shared with my patrons. But you guys help move the channel forward. Thank you for your support. If you're interested in supporting the channel, go to patreon.com forward slash ham radio and sign up. I've got three different tiers there you can sign up for. 
um, definitely go out and do support your parks weekend, which is not, it's two weeks from yesterday. So two weeks from yesterday, go out to a local park that's close to you, call CQ POTA, and don't be surprised by the number of park-to-park contacts that you get because there'll be a lot of people in the parks that weekend. Go uh, go follow KMRD Radio Stuff on YouTube and this side of the radio on YouTube. Both of those guys will definitely be down in Huntsville, Texas State Park that weekend, uh, that Saturday at least. If they're de- if they're there on Sunday also, I might come down with them and, and try to activate some stuff with them that weekend. But um, but there'll be a lot of activity out there whether I'm there or not. So I'm, sh- I'm sure that'll be a really fun weekend. And next weekend, if you are around Arlington, Virginia, come to the Overland Expo East event. Uh, a lot of overlanding vendors out there, from what I'm told, they do um, tents, camping gear, new vehicles, if you want to buy a new vehicle for overlanding, uh, small, lightweight trailers, RV trailers for overlanding, just anything overlanding radio-wise. And Gigaparts is going to be out there supporting amateur radio. I'm very excited that they invited me to join and come along with them, and I'm interested to see uh, what kind of exposure to amateur radio we can get that weekend. So 73 to you guys. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. Frank, if you're still listening, you can put the link to Monday Night Ham Radio for tomorrow in the chat once again. Congratulations to the guys who won the books tonight. Please do email me, kc5hwb at gmail.com, and uh, we will catch you guys next time uh, tomorrow night on Monday Night Ham Radio. 73 to all.